you like stories about haunted locations, or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world. If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy. Fam. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. This is Amy, and as you know, usually we recap episodes of the TV show The Dead Files, and they did some weird thing where they cut the season in half, and I think we think that they're going to, the next season is going to be the next season, like season 16, instead of a continuation of season 15, but we don't really know what's going on. So when we do find out, we will let you know. But what we're going to do today, Megan, do you want to tell the listeners what we're going to do today instead? Oh my gosh, I've been waiting all day for this. So we are going to be uh, talking, we're doing listener stories today. So these are stories that have been sent in by you, our wonderful listeners. So here on the docket, the first story is from patron Leisha, read by me. Yay! Um, it's her birthday today. Um, today is the 23rd, the day that we're recording. You guys won't hear this until I think, Amy, it's the I think it's August 3rd. August 3rd. But today it's the 23rd, so happy birthday. And then AP is going to read us a story from listener and Instagram follower Raven. Amy L. will read you a story from listener and patron Heather. She has sent us a bunch of stories. Like, she has had so many experiences, and we read three of them last week. This week we're finishing up um, on the la- with the last one that she sent us. Then finally... We have a special guest. Our patron Zoe is joining us all the way from Yorkshire, England to personally tell us some ghosty stories. And I hope I said that right because I always want to say Yorkshire, but I feel like it's Yorkshire. So um, I think it's I Yorkshire. Hope, I hope so. Um, but before we get to all that, please say hello to Amy P., a.k.a. AP, our newest team member. She keeps us in check with facts, um, trivia, tidbits of information, and everything in between. Hi, Amy. Hi, hey, everyone. Really excited uh, to give us a little patron update that now anyone can join our ghosty fam for free. That My means, favorite price. <laughs> that means you don't even have to pay anything to come and join us and have some fun. You can join to get updates when we share public posts and can easily upgrade to a paid option when you're ready, which we would love, but we'd love for you to just join us anyways. Mm-hmm. Just go to Patreon. The link will be in the show notes and click join the community. Yep. There's a little button like below the little puka and it just says join the community. So you can get in there, join, and you will only be able to see the the public posts, the ones that are not for patrons that are paying. Mm-hmm. But there are, there are plenty of those, I think. So yes, there are. Right. So you'll get a lot of updates from there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then also one other thing that I don't know if everybody knows about Patreon, but if you listen to podcasts on a podcast app, like any podcast app that allows you to add a podcast via an RSS feed, 
which is basically a link that the the podcast host makes that it connects you it connects whatever device you're on to the podcast out in the ether mm-hmm. and then you can you can download the podcast so that if you're looking for a certain podcast and it doesn't show up in a directory you can get the rss feed and pop it in and listen to it anyway well patreon has made an rss feed of our patreon exclusive posts mm-hmm. so once you get in there if you're a patron once you get in there and dig around you can find the rss feed and then pop that into your app so that you can listen to it in your app instead of having to go out to your computer or however you want to get to Patreon. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's a cool way to do it. Yeah, I do um, for the, the patrons I follow. It's nice to be able to listen to it right there where I'm listening to everything else and not have to go bouncing around to different apps. So I will create a Patreon post, a public okay. one, explaining how to do that so uh, everybody can do it. I'm not going to explain the whole thing right now because whatever. Sorry. Also <laughs> want to tell you... <laughs> whatever, it's boring. You don't want to hear whatever, that. Whatever, it's boring. I just... I'm. <laughs> censoring People, myself for you they come for our jokes we know that <laughs> yes they sure do <laughs> i was wait- i didn't want to say it but... <laughs> the thing is when you push the button it takes a while for it's it to a delay. go yeah. so i like i have to like run over there and push it right away hi friends amy here i just wanted to let you know that in this space i cut out 10 to 15 minutes of us just gabbity gabbing about um, various things that i thought you might not be interested in. Um, I left it all in the Patreon version. So if you want to go become a patron and listen to it over there, feel free to do that. We talked about Shark Week, John Stamos, Jason Momoa, and the fact that Megan is prepared to um, make herself single for either one of those guys. We also talked about hot ones and wings and hot sauce and stuff like that. But um, so that's all in the Patreon version, but I cut it out for you here. You're welcome. Eventually. Should we just dive right in 45 minutes after <laughs> we've started recording? Well, except that I want to say one more thing. Okay. I want to tease a little bit about what we're doing next week. Please and, and then, tease we're because we're excited. We have a very, very, very special guest next week. I, I will spoiler alert a little bit and say that it is not Amy Allen. I don't want anyone to get super excited and think it's Amy Allen. It's we not. would be shouting that it's, off it's, every I know every social media account that we have. I know it's not it's not anybody from the show, but no. I'll give you a little hint. We are looking for people to come on who are the following: paranormal investigators, psychics, mm-hmm. mediums, shaman, and the ever elusive chaos magician. So it is not a chaos magician. Uh, it, no. it could be one of the other things there yes. that I mentioned, but. Anyway, we're super excited about that. And, and Reiki then, Masters, is that? Oh, Reiki Master. Yeah, I forgot to put yeah. that on the list. Yep, That's okay. Reiki I Masters. just wasn't sure if that, I don't yep. know. So, yep. yes, for any of those. Yep. And then just another funny little aside. Um, I was on Twitter today messaging one of our people, and I saw Amy Bruni post, and she says, the <laughs> amount of people writing and commenting to tell me good luck after leaving the dead bells is alarming. <laughs> like, I know. It's really confusing. Both their names are at the beginning of the alphabet. (laughs) I mean, uh, one's a medium. It's probably everybody in the Facebook group, let's be honest. I know. It probably is. I I retweeted it and kind of commented back to her. And I'm like, I'm in the Dead Files Facebook group. And I can't even tell you how many times people think you are the one that's on the show. And they call themselves fans. But they they think that Amy Bruni is the one on the Dead Files. Well, aren't all mediums the same? Well, she's not even a medium. She's not a medium. I'm te- I'm teasing. But... <laughs> all Amy's are the same though, so I do get why that would be confusing. <laughs> they are all the same. I'm surprised nobody's wished you well. Honestly, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we got an early start because right now is our start time. <laughs> yeah. So, content warning. The only content warning that I think, it, unless we start talking about something else, is that one of the stories briefly mentions the death of a spouse. Okay. And is it one about a child, child ghost? Oh, you did Zoe's say that. Zoe's story is about a child ghost. Yes. Yes. And she said it's a sad one. So yeah. great. you're right. Thank you for reminding me. Thanks, Amy. Okay. AP. AP. That's what you're here for. So, yep. uh, Megan, do you want to go first yep. with, with our Patreon patrons yep. story? Take it away. Nice. 
Oh my god, that is. We are going to use that so much. It's not even funny. <laughs> I almost spit my water all over my computer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is uh, Leisha's story, read by me. Here we go. Quote. Okay, ladies, so there are several occurrences I can relay, but I thought I'd keep to the Dead Files adjacent stories. Also, for the record, this is me talking. None of us have read these stories. So, I, I, I okay, Amy, Amy Lotsbirds read the story. I but, read the stories. Um, AP and me have not read these stories, so we're both doing a cold read. So, all right, back to the story. Last episode of season 14, The Dead Files, was in Flagstaff. I moved to Flagstaff the summer of 1994 to continue my education at Northern Arizona University. I chose to live in the dorms my first year there since I knew no one living in Flagstaff. I was given a single room, no pesky roommate, lucky, on the third floor of Morton Hall. Morton Hall is notoriously haunted. There's even an article in a recent issue of Pine, our alumni magazine, about Morton being haunted. What amazed me was that as I read through the stories, they could have been written by myself or several girls that lived there at the same time as myself. The room next to me was a locked storage area that no one lived in, and there was no floor above the third floor. There were many times that some friends and I would be in my room and hear what sounded like someone dragging an extremely heavy piece of furniture through my room. We could even feel the floor vibrate underneath us. The Whoa. entire floor was and still is notorious for stereos, televisions, and other electronics just coming on. And they always come on with the volume at full blast. Oh, my God. Jeez. I've had that happen. Oh, my God. I would shit my pants. It was so annoying since no one would be home in the room it occurred in at that time. That's even spookier. Yeah. Like, it's spooky if it's happening, in, like, in your room and you're just reading and all of a sudden the TV comes on. Yeah. But to be in a room where nobody's in. Or wakes you up at. Yes. Seven oh. in the morning at a resort hotel. Oh, well, I mean, at least it's, <laughs> you know, it just wanted you to specific. get a good start on the day. It just wanted you to, like, you know, grip the day yeah. by the balls and take yep. control or whatever they say. <laughs> Carpe diem. Yep. That's what the ghosts believed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Almost weekly, at least, we'd hear knocking and footsteps coming from the locked, empty room, which, again, is storage next to my room. We'd all run out in the hall, running about like maniacs trying to catch a living person in the act. I mean, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> but no one was there, and they couldn't have gotten away in the time it took us to run out there, a whole 15 feet. <laughs> we would still, We would often still be able to hear noises coming from behind the locked door. I had so many experiences happen so regularly that my hockey fr player friends and boyfriend wouldn't even stay with me overnight. So, yeah, it was crazy. That is crazy. I agree. You're brave to have stayed there overnight. I would have right. noped out. I would have found somebody else. I would have slept in my car. <laughs> the building of Morton Hall is one of the oldest on campus, and supposedly it was originally built as a mental health hospital Something Ooh. like that. Well, great. Yeah, that's that explains great. it. Thanks yeah, for us that, throwing in mental health hospital because that's not what it was originally called. Yeah. Yes. It, no. <laughs> we will not say what it was originally called because it is not nice. <laughs> and the rooms that still had the original doors had various slots in them from areas for name tags to the place where someone used to be able to open a shutter to look into the room. <gasps> they had the original oh, yeah, doors. The sliding things. Holy shit. Yeah. No wonder they were so haunted. Woofta. Yeah. Morton and Campbell are notorious and connected both above ground and through the basement. Oh my God. Just when you think this couldn't get creepier, it just keeps <laughs> getting creepier. The laundry area was in the basement. And as I was walking up the stairs once, my friend with me started shoving me from behind and screaming for me to hurry. Oof. It turned out that she had seen a kind of white mist charge her and continue to follow her as we were climbing the stairs. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That'll make you run fast. That'll make you hurry for sure. If a person is sensitive at all, the basement is a hard place to be. It would feel like somebody was dogging your heels and often felt like you walked into a room filled with people and they all stopped and stared. Oh, God, I just got goose. Yeah, that's creepy. That. <laughs> oh, because you can just picture it like it's a room, you know, it's very loud and chatty. And then you walk in and everyone stops to turn at you. Mm -hmm. my, my vision went to the scene in The Shining when they're in the hotel, like, 
and yeah. everybody's in the the ballroom or restaurant mm. or whatever that's there mm-hmm. and just like everybody just stops you'd walk turns. in and everyone stops yep Ooh, that's i got goosebumps from that i have more stories from flagstaff but next time i'll send you the info from the years i worked at crystal magic which is the store that first called the dead files to flagstaff <gasps> cool what all right i know that would be super fun huh this is then again love uh she didn't put love i'm putting love. <laughs> alicia the scarlet and gray witch cool oh that was a good one that gave yeah. me goosebumps like that was good ooh, thanks for that sending good. that in yes thank you so much that was a good one yeah that was awesome but yeah that that reminded me of my lutzen experience a couple mm-hmm. or a year and a half ago or so i remember yeah. you were texting about that you want to tell it yeah, yeah tell I it. Can. go ahead uh, so i went up to uh, the Lutzen Resort in Lutzen, Minnesota in May of 2022 for a friend's wedding. And it was awesome, did a lot of hiking, whatnot, but I was staying by myself. And I had brought my Roku up so that I could plug it into the TV and whatever. And, you know, like people set the alarm, uh, like the reminder on their TV or an alarm on their TV so that it turns off when, you know, like 30 yeah. minutes, 60 minutes, whatever. I've maybe this is a thing, but I've never seen one where it turns on. At a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I, I was in a room that had two queen beds and the remote was on the other bed with a bunch of my stuff and whatever. And it was before seven in the morning, but it was a weird, it was like 637 or something like that. And all of a sudden the TV comes on full blast and it wasn't even on like the startup channel because they're always mm-hmm. on a startup channel. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like the you know, go to your channel. menu or whatever. It, yeah. I don't even remember what the channel was that it was on, but it was like full blast. I sat bolt upright, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, did I, like, I looked around my spot. I was like, did I, did I lay on the remote? Like, mm-hmm. did I accidentally turn it on? Couldn't, couldn't figure it out, turned it off. Didn't have anything uh, else happen with it. So it was just that Friday morning that it happened. Didn't have it Saturday. Didn't have it. No. Didn't have it Sunday. It was Saturday morning. Didn't happen Friday morning. So I was up there for th- uh, a couple of nights. Did you have the dogs with you? Was it the dogs, nope. Amy? <laughs> no. There was no dogs. No, it was not Just the dogs. by myself. But Sunday morning, I woke up because I heard someone go <sighs> right in like my ear. My window was open and I always put a, a towel under the doorway of any ho- hotel room I stay in. I yeah. just always put it there because yep. when it keeps the sound out, there's always light that comes in underneath. Okay. Whatever. I've heard people talk in the hallway. It did right. not sound like a hallway right. voice. I look outside. No one's, again, it's before 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. No one's out at their car. Nothing. So I'm just like, hey, hi, whoever you are, can I go back to sleep now? Because, like, you leave <laughs> me alone for a little bit. And to this day, I cannot find a t shirt that I lost there. I remember I, that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You looked it was through my, your whole luggage. You I took everything. everything apart. Like I, I found every aspect. Mm-hmm. I looked behind every part of the mattresses, the beds, like the beds they could only go so far underneath. I took all the stuff off of the other bed. Now this is a shirt that I. It was my pajama shirt, but I didn't have it the last night that I was there because I couldn't find it. But I had been wearing it as I got ready because it had a bigger neck on it. So I was wearing it Mm -hmm. as I got ready for the wedding and I tossed it on the other bed where I had all my other crap sitting. I looked in the fridge. I looked in the bathroom. (laughs) I looked in the closet that I hadn't even like gone into. I looked everywhere. Yeah. Never found it. That's crazy. It wasn't in my stuff when I came home. I remember that. Cause Mm -hmm. I was like brainstorming with you, like places you could look. I'm like, what could it have gone here? Could it? And you're Uh like, nope, I looked there. I looked there. You look through your car. You tore your car apart. Yep. Yeah. Uh, My first thought was that it, like when you threw it on the bed, then the maids came and grabbed all the sheets and it got in there with it. But I don't let anybody ever come into my room. No, I don't let anybody come in my room when I'm in a hotel. So I always leave my, I always leave the sign up that says like, please do not disturb. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I just don't want anybody in yeah. there. Yeah, uh, I do that too, unless I'm staying for a really long time. But usually I don't it, do that either. I, well, and then I would have cleaned up my stuff and put stuff away yeah, and not been right. such a slob. But right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, looked, I mean, I pulled the covers back on a bed that I didn't even pull the covers back on at okay. all. I looked behind all the pillows. I 
Like it had been on top of some stuff and then I, then it's gone. That's mm-hmm. desire. And yeah. of all things, if someone came in and took that with my purse was in there because, mm-hmm. the, you know, the reception and everything, it was a gorgeous place. Like it was really cool and it was really neat. It was uh-huh. historic flooding happening. That's when the covered bridges at Lutzen Resort got damaged. Um, I mean, it was, it was amazing, but there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of energy in those rivers and everything going on. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea what happens. That's bizarre. All right. Well, with that, AP, are you ready to tell Raven's story? Raven is a, a oh, yes. follower on Instagram and she sent me this via DM. So let me just transition here. And, and I then. have not heard this one either. So. All right. Nice. (laughs) That is the best. (laughs) All right. From Raven. My name is Raven. I'm 39 years old from Alabama, and I've got some interesting stories. From the ghost of a man in a Civil War hat standing over me as a child to having something even in my house. Coming in hot, Raven. Coming in hot. (laughs) Yes. I've decided to tell you that one. So the one about something evil in the house. I do want to hear the Civil War one because I love history and that kind of stuff, too. So, would Next love to hear that. Send AP, again. did you ever read books by Sherry Priest? <laughs> she they're they're about Civil War ghosts. Oh, they're really really good. A friend of mine from that grew up in the South had turned mm-hmm. me on to those books. They were really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, my dad literally last night is like, "Hey, want to go back out to Gettysburg and we can go sit out at the the wheat fields right before du- right at dusk? Oh. That's when those are the areas where it's yeah. pretty haunted and yeah." Yeah, Gettysburg. Yeah. Like, yes, of course I Amy do. Amy was like, I'm packing my bags now. When do we go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did a research project on that when I was in, you know, elementary or middle school or something. But so I I love it. I think it's really interesting. It is. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Okay. Back to Raven's story. October of 2014, my husband had just passed away after only one oh. year of marriage. Mm, I'm so sorry. And I was lying awake trying to sleep. I was watching a movie on the couch, tried to relax, and I heard nails coming down the hall behind me. Okay, now I'm like, nails on the floor, nails on the wall. But nonetheless, it sounds creepy. Yeah. At, the, at this time, I didn't think much of it. I had an 80-pound German shepherd, and she made noise. Okay, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so it was then, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So where's Steve? Where's Steve? Then in the next moment, I was being pushed down on the couch and heard growling in my (gasps) ear. Needless to say, I was scared. I was able to say a prayer and it left. Two weeks later, the disconnected alarm set set itself off. This was not as scary as the growl, but at that point, I was too tired to deal with anything else. I let out a cry that this is my house and never had a problem again. Nice. Hope you all enjoy this quick tale, Raven. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. That's terrifying. I wonder yeah. if it was something trying Especially, to like impersonate her dog. With the growling feels and the, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nails. The nails. Oof. Which did, did Gracie just come in behind you? I saw the white tail, yeah. Yep. I think it was Gracie. Right here. She probably did. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the white tail. Hi, <laughs> Grace. Also, what uh what kind of light is going on? It looks very psychedelic in your room. Like you look like you're in the ocean. That is, I know, I love it. It's my it's my Is that your my, new Timu light? My Timu haul. Yeah. I spent a whole twenty four dollars and I got a whole bag size of a roast turkey full of shit. Um, yeah. I love that it. light. It's so fun. It's very cool, like calming. Is yeah. It? it reminds me of stained glass on your wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a scary story, though. The The thing that gets me the most is like the alarm clock because it's not plugged in. So like or the alarm, there's no yeah. 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 like way for it to glitch or come like that's terrifying. Yeah. Well, I don't it, like it. Where's your 80 pound German Shepherd? Yeah. <laughs> during, during all this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah. Raven, send us the other story, please. Thank you. Yes, we want the Civil oh, yeah. War story yep. as well, Raven. Thank you so yes. much for sending this one. Yes, yes thank definitely. you. Definitely. Thank you, Raven. A, a short one, but a good one. Yep. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. And then the next story we have is the last of the group of stories that Heather Patron sent us. Mm-hmm. We read three of them last week, and we've got one more today. Don't forget the so. transition. 
simple pleasures. It is. It's really, it's the little things that get us. It is. So this is Heather's story. And Heather's the one who was in the Villisca Axe murder yes. house, correct? Yep. Yes. Yep. yep. So she says, this situation occurred in the winter following my maternal grandfather's passing. My mom was driving into work at about 11.30 p.m. at night. It was Oof. horrible road conditions that night with a very icy highway to take into Des Moines. Mom's was the only vehicle on the road. She hit an icy patch and her car spun around 360 and ended up facing the opposite direction that she had been going and on the opposite side of the road. Oh, that's scary. That is scary. Not paranormal, but that's scary. That's um, Yeah, that's scary on its own. Yeah. Of course, she was scared and freaked out because of what happened. Mm -hmm. So she just sat there for a few minutes collecting herself. All of a sudden, a bright light came upon her window and someone was knocking on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) She freaked the hell out and drove off towards work and then looked back in the rearview mirror and no one. No one. (gasps) Oh, my God. To this day, she's convinced no living person was there as the road was completely empty and right. that it was her father's ghost warning her to slow the hell down. Oh, I bet it was. <laughs> like, listen, Linda, I've told you how to slow down yeah. on this road. <laughs> work is not that important. Actually, yeah. she was driving home. No, she was driving into work. No, she was driving to work. Yeah, yeah. she was driving to work. They couldn't wait. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And Heather says, I haven't had any paranormal anything happen since these times. This and the last stories that we heard last week. But I definitely get feelings and vibes sometimes and i listen mm-hmm. to them yes they're, love they're the podcast and i really enjoy oh. listening to you ladies we love you thanks heather thank you so much thank heather, you yeah for sending that in that's a good one that, that was fun especially the the part that where she looked back and nobody was there that's the yeah Ooh. yeah Rubber. oh my god yeah because my first thought after hearing mary's story last week was that it was alien related yeah and that she yep. like I wonder if she lost any time. I think yeah. Heather would have mentioned that if she had. She would have but, mentioned that, I think, yeah. But it's possible, I suppose, if she could Speaking have. of Mary, oh, my God, we had a delightful oh, we had so happy hour fun. with Mary. Yeah. Oh, my God, she's the best. She, UFO Mary. She uh, UFO Mary. She, we all met she at came on and shared her, her um, story. I think it came out this past week. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was the last and she, we had so much fun. We had appetizers. We had drinks. We had... Oh my god, it was just so much fun. We had a good time, yeah. Mary's we did. Hilarious. She was delightful. Really? Yep, she's funny. Yes, so. and she's the one that hooked us up with the guest we're having next week. Yes, she just in passing is like, I know somebody who's I know this. Blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. I about what? fell off my yeah. I was, and then she just kept telling her story, and I'm yeah. like, um, <laughs> in corporate speak, let's circle back, circle back, because we need to talk about this. That's right. Yeah, she was just like dropped it like yeah. today's temperature is 85 <laughs> and I know this person and yeah. I'm having steak for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Except Mary's so nonchalantly. Yeah, well, I know she is. But... <laughs> okay, so I am going to message Zoe because she just messaged me and said she's all set. And so we're a little early to pull her in, but we might as well do it. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. Make dinner amazing. We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. 
I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one. And when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th, so get your gummies now. Zoe's coming here. Hang on, I got a transition. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Hey. Can you all hear me? Look at you with that fancy microphone. It's not my microphone. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's Daryl's microphone because he's the musician, so he uses it for all of his recordings and stuff. Nice. Oh, fine. Well, thank him for us for letting you use it. The girls say thank you for letting me use your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of instrument does he play? Um, I see a guitar back there. Guitar... Guitar, um, electric guitar, and um, quite a few other instruments, but he's also a vocalist as well. Oh, cool. Oh. Awesome. You should so. play him some clips where I sing. We could collab on something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you'll have to send him over. Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> need to I do, do an album totally. of greatest hits of the activity yep. continues. Yeah. <laughs> I do a really good job drumming on my steering wheel when I'm driving. Mm, yeah. Same. Can I get yep. second-hand Same. passenger road rage. <laughs> That's quite fun. I do a lot of fist shaking. <laughs> I do. I wag a finger or two at them. Mostly yeah. one, one specific. Or finger. the the. Thank you, thank you. Would it kill you to say thank you? Yeah. Like you know, do the wave when yeah. you let yeah. somebody in, and then you're uh-huh. just like, really, you, you can't. Yeah, you uh-huh. can't wave here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I let you in, but no, please go I ahead. I know the small child in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah I see you. <laughs> hi, small child. Say hi. Is that Randall? No, that's Grace. Grace. She's she's blurry for us right now. I'm sure it'll be fine in the final oh, yeah. edit yes. because it's being recorded on your system. But um, what we're seeing right now is kind of blurry, so it's hard to tell yeah. what's going on. But uh, there could have been a ghost for all I know. So you have a couple stories for us, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, so okay, well, take it away. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is basically what happened to my son when he was five years old at school. Um, okay. so Randall has a few abilities like mine. You can see and he can talk to spirits mm-hmm. and stuff. For the first sort of two weeks that he was at school he kept saying to me that he was seeing a little boy in the playground but he never saw the little boy in the classroom so I was like okay no. that's a bit weird because I've not picked up on anything and he goes oh it's okay mummy um, I know where he stands and I know where he is and I know his name I was like okay fair news. Um and I was like take me to the spot where he basically stands and you talk to him now, is it in his schoolyard? They've got like a gazebo, like a wooden gazebo where they have mm-hmm. all of the benches underneath. The little boy stands there under the gazebo when all of the other kids are playing out. Now, none of the other kids uh. have noticed this child. And I was like, okay, the, well, oh. this is weird. If you say nobody's noticed it, um, you know, I'll have to turn into my abilities and see what I pick up. Uh. It's really sad that. So I was tuning into my abilities while sat under the gazebo and the little boy popped through, said what his name was. Um, his, little, his name was Ali and he was five years old. And uh, um, basically all he remembers is playing with his friends in the playground and then suddenly he wasn't in pain anymore. Because like he had some pain in his chest. So I was like, uh. okay. Okay, this is weird. I'm going to have to go, you know, confirm it with the school and see if anybody's actually died on the property. Turns out it was true. (laughs) A year before Randall had joined the school, a little boy called Ali had fallen down in the playground due to an asthma attack and never again consciousness. (laughs) Oh. And it was was really sad. They showed me a picture of him and the office staff, Leanne, she was absolutely lovely, was Leanne. She's on maternity leave at the moment. Um, she goes to me, oh, have you seen him about Zoe? I was like, yeah, 
and so is Randall. <laughs> and he's still so, yeah. he's still in the playground. Like he, Randall will see him every so often, you know, like running through um, the gazebo area and round towards like the um, mm-hmm. trim trail because it's their trim trail's like a little wooden sort of um, climbing frame. And um, okay, but yeah, like it was really sad to learn that a kid passed away just before Randall had started. Um, That's awful. The other story from his school as well um, is that he, I and him, had been both seeing an older lady go towards the office doors every morning when we were going in. So I basically asked around and nobody knew who she was. They just thought she was just like a local resident who had dementia who was just, you know, walking. Mm -hmm. Turns out it wasn't. Mm -hmm. The lady's name was Wendy, and she was actually one of the teachers that had been working there for over 40 years who'd passed away. And her her daily activity was walking from the school gates to the office Mm-hmm. and putting, um, like, any little bits of trash and that lot into the actual bin, and that's the replay of what me and uh, Randall okay. were seeing. Um, they leave, yeah. They've got a memorial tree for her now, which is lovely, because we um, all rallied together as mm-hmm. parents and um, teachers to get a tree for her and a little mor- little memorial card. Oh, that's so sweet. But, yeah, like, they, oh, were, the, that's nice. they were the two um, spirit incidents that happened with uh, Randall and me. So, yeah. Wow. Yes. I wonder wow. if that was residual energy from her just yeah. doing that so many times for 40 years. Yeah, uh. it will have been. But apparently, she was a lovely yeah. person as well. Just everybody loved her and she was just such a part uh-huh. of the community. And But it doesn't help the school uh, very well that there's a graveyard literally four doors away from it. Oh, nope, God. that wouldn't. Yeah. That nope. wouldn't help. It does not help at all. So they get all no, sorts of passing through, and and um, mm-hmm. people like just walking in and out again. Oh yeah. my goodness! But yeah, like, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't help. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, wow, that's good. cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I do have like. Uh, two stories that go into one that's about uh, one singular play. Okay. Um, Ooh, so, yeah. Because uh, this place is uh, down in, I think it's Surrey, I think it is. So it's like 73 miles away from where I am. It's called Canuck Chase. Yep. Thank you for saying miles. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Thank you for that, because if you would have said kilometers, I would have it could have been here to Germany. I would have had no idea. No, we don't so. do kilometers over here. We do miles. Uh-huh. Oh, you do really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, we do miles. I was gonna say. I know in Scotland, it's it it, it goes by miles because I oh, drove oh, in Scotland. Oh yeah. Yep. So um, <laughs> basically, this is called the Werewolf of Cannock Chase. Um, it's one Ooh. of their. I won't say myths because there's been lots of sightings mm-hmm. and this place that I'm talking about is literally a hotbed for paranormal activity. There has been uh, numerous sightings of werewolves, numerous sightings of other cryptid animals. Really? There's been numerous sightings of UFOs. Wow. The, their war memorial yeah. area um, in the town itself is that haunted. It has a sign up in front of it that you cannot go in there past a certain hour because you'll be physically harmed oh my god by the spirit wow yeah so it's wow it's crazy um don't have to tell me twice but i will i will get on with the two um sections of the story so for the last 30 years a small a small town of canic chase in the english midlands has been besieged by paranormal activity the strange sightings and the claimings of the area range from black-eyed children to ghosts to UFOs and even a half-man, half-pig, or pigman. Ooh, this is supposedly the result of genetic experiments that gone wrong, true or not. Mm. This may have to do with the nearby Stratfordshire country, well known for breeding Tamworth pigs. However, werewolves are something very more specific and real to the community of Canic Chase, England. 
Most mm. stems from the local urban legends that's, that started in 1975 when a 17-year-old boy asked the devil via Ouija board mm. oh boy. for the power to transform into a werewolf. I know. <sighs> I don't like any part of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, upon communicating the request through the Ouija board, he immediately received a phone call. When he picked it up, he could only hear animal-like grunting and growls over the line. Soon after, a very young man was found dead, having killed himself with a silver knife. Also, in 1975, a research group in the area was supposedly witnessed a werewolf crouching and growling before retreating into some bushes. In the decades since, there have actually been a number of credible sightings of an upright, bipedal, canine-like creature stalking the woods and the cemeteries of Cannock Chase. In 2007, a mailman reported to a UFO group that during his regular daytime mail route, he saw what at first was to be a dog reared up on its hind legs, then an animal ran on two legs into the nearby woods. There have been allegedly over 20 sightings since the mid-70s. In 2016, a paranormal researcher named Damon Sims told a local newspaper, the Sentinel, that, that they may have been credible people who have been claimed to have seen the werewolf, including rangers, an ex-police officer and a civil surveyor. Also in 2007, the West Midlands Ghost Club received a report from a scout leader that was walking in the woods when he noticed what he also believed was a big dog lurking behind some trees. After getting into his car, the creature reared up on its back legs and ran into the trees. It must have been six to seven feet tall, according to the report. Wow. Jeez. That's tall. Notably, a number of other sightings occurred in Canuck Chase's German military cemetery, a historic landmark in the area where German and Austrian soldiers were buried after both world wars. That's the area that's like super wow. haunted and you can't go in after a certain time. Uh, yeah. So oh, this wow. is not a new phenomenon. To understand this creature, we must travel back through time to the year 1727 when a young boy was unfortunately murdered in a small village out for, outside of Stratfordshire, England. His <laughs> body revealed the evidence of an attack by a creature with huge fangs and claws that tore out, out his throat and chest whilst he was still living. Oh my god. This was not the only attack reported from this location. There were others before it and more to come after it too. During the 18th century, a shepherd named Thomas Bateman was returning home late one night when he claimed to have seen two werewolves fighting near Cannock Chase in the Midlands of England. He described them as hairy and black as coal, with the extended claws and dreadful teeth. Bateman said that one of the creatures killed the other before fleeing into the darkness. A hundred years later, another sighting took place, but this time it involved two people who saw their friend attacked by what looked like a wolf, but turned into a man before their eyes. Oh my God. More sightings followed throughout history. The werewolf of Cannock Chase is a cryptid that has been said to have been sighted in the area for many years. The creature is described as being roughly seven feet tall and having a human-like face and a hands instead of paws. This phenomenon has been reported by so many people over the last decade, with some saying they saw it while driving along the road at night. However, there are no photos or evidence available as proof as to whether or not the creature exists. Up until recently, where there was a video taken in the woods, and there's a place in the woods in Canic Chase called Werewolf Drop. Ooh. Now there is evidence. It's not brilliant evidence, but you can see the creature on the um, on the video. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. literally rears up, then lowers back down, and then drops down where the site where it was, the side of where it was. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's no evidence. There is evidence. Yeah. We just yeah. don't know what the heck that creature <gasps> was at all. But it was tall. Oh my gosh. And I mean like that's tall tall yeah yeah in a recent report a canuck resident argued that they'd witnessed a creature with a head of a wolf and the body of a man walking through their garden during the month of july another sighting was made by two men that saw something they described as bigger than a bear that's while big. they were driving on the canuck chase roads at night the beast was said to be covered in fur and head had red eyes 
Perhaps most noticeably, another witness came forward with what they believed was photographic evidence, an image captured on the camera after spotting something moving through the woods during daylight hours. It's actually a video, not a photo, so it was a bit wrong there. There were many strange things happening at the castle ring in the mid-1800s. The most famous of these is the account of the mysterious and terrified presence that haunts the castle's dining halls, where it's said to materialise and then disappear without warning or explanation. So this is getting on to, um, basically in Cannock, where it, where it is, there's like this little sort of, I wouldn't say castle, but it is like, it's like mm-hmm. a manor home type thing, but it is huge. Okay. Um, they have a lot of activity in there. So there's a little bit about that. Okay. So it says the mystery of the castle ring. A popular site for the paranormal activity, the castle ring is a large circular earthwork in Canic Chase. It's thought to have been constructed around 600 BC. Wow. There is no archaeological evidence to prove this yet is well old that's so old there's no archaeological evidence to prove this it was first recorded by william camden in 1607 and has become popular with paranormal enthusiasts due to its supposed connection with the werewolf sightings every so often somebody will see the werewolf up near the castle canuck chase post the local newspaper actually ran a story in where suggested that the werewolf sightings could actually be an underground Stone Age throwback. <laughs> and the theory goes that the creature could have lived and flourished for centuries in the old mines and caves under the Canuck Chase Hills. It's possible that they only emerge at night when they come to the surface to hunt for local deer amongst the Stone Age barrels and earthworks. It's definitely true that there have been many cases of domestic pet disappearances in the area, particularly near to the old German war cemetery. Now, a lot of the tunnels, a lot of the tunnels and um, earthwork areas are near to where the German cemetery is. Um, Okay. I went into a look, I I looked into a lot of the blueprints of the town and stuff like that because I was really interested in um, Mm -hmm. the the stories and stuff. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I basically heard of the Canuck Chase Werewolf, firstly, on another paranormal podcast, and it's the Haunted UK one. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was doing his own um, Canuck Chase version of the stories as well, but I wanted the more sort of, you know, informational mm-hmm. ones where, you know, people have had uh-huh. sightings and stuff, because he did a story of, I think it was a young kid on a bicycle, had um, basically gone on this rail track area and the werewolf meant to have come up and sniffed the bike. He yep. drops the bike and runs like oh, hell, wow. obviously, yeah. he would do. Right. And um, right. like he never went back Not to that area. He just yeah. left the bike. He said he would never drive, mm-hmm. would never ride a bike ever <laughs> again. And he, he never yeah. did, I'm guessing. Because um, <laughs> yeah. bike anyway. Who would? Not that one. <laughs> Who would? Because, yeah. you know, yeah, right. if a werewolf came at me while wow. riding something, I'd just be like, no, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Here, but you no. may have my bike. <laughs> it's your bike now, Mr. Yeah, werewolf. Take, it. Take, take the bike. Yeah. Take the bike, please. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> just, uh, you know what? I wanted to walk. It's I'm a nice walk. day. It's better for me. Yeah. I need my steps. <laughs> yeah. I need my steps. Yeah. Get the really the heart rate pumping. It's just take it. Brand new, 20 speed, 21 speeds. I mean, you would, you would get activity counted on your watch with your bike too they just convert to stuff <laughs> yeah logical okay. brain logical I'm... brain going <laughs> but yeah like that area particularly is is a big thing for me because later on this year me and my friend are actually hoping to get down there so i can sure. take my own um hunting equipment and stuff like that down there so oh, yeah. hopefully Ooh. I'm able to get some sort of evidence down there but I am definitely yeah. not going in the German cemetery because no thank you <laughs> yeah so yeah. is it yeah. hard pass I will German not touch cent- the gates of that place is that German right. cemetery from like World War 2 era or is it older than that it's from the World War 2 era it's um okay I think, what was the it's German and something else as well. It's not just not just the Germans. I've forgotten where it was. And Italians there. were Austrians. <laughs> That's it. Austrians, yes. 
um, Austrians and the Germans. Ding, so ding, ding. Good job, Basically, Megan. When, Thank you. When, um, I'm guessing when the soldiers were over and stuff like that, there was a lot of deaths and there was enough deaths to um, yep. make their own cemetery, but it must have yep. been that many that there were probably horrendous ways But if there's happened. any that are... If, if there's so much like turmoil in within that location if there's just some that are um, marked in the wrong graves or people buried who were not in the German uh, party obviously uh, you know not all the German soldiers believed in what they were fighting for they were just that no they were forced into it a lot yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah and or you know in World War One, most soldiers didn't know what exactly they were fighting for Right. Um, but yeah, World War Two. But I wonder if there's just, you know, if there's something with that, or like we've seen with some of the Dead Files episodes where Amy talks about had talked about like a soul kind of collecting other souls as they came in. Oh, so right. if you have yeah. one yeah. one person who's one soul that was doing that and doesn't allow others to rest, mm-hmm. that could be too. Those yeah. are those are all my it- speculations. Yeah. It could also be as well, like over here, um, we have similar to what you guys have over there, you know, which is skinwalkers and uh, Wendigos. Mm-hmm. We have similar over here. We just call them something different out of yeah. respect because obviously in one of my past lives, I was a Native American and I have, you know, yeah. done the past life regression thing. I was a Hopi. Mm-hmm. Um, Native American, mm-hmm. so oh. I call them I call them SWs out of complete respect, and not that I want to drag mm-hmm. that energy, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere near me. But yeah. Yeah. we do have those sorts of creatures over here that do. Mm-hmm. We have one over here that, that it is actually a spiritual entity called the Soul Catcher, mm-hmm. and it's it Ooh, literally gathers. Dark. It is. Um, it's basically a soul gatherer it, it'll it just take spirits from wherever it manifests into and it'll take them out of the area and bring them to a whole new area so there is a lot of turmoil and a lot of upset and River. i don't know maybe the situation is somewhat like that in the german war cemetery yeah down in canada River. chase yeah maybe. i have no idea yeah. i'm like i'm super excited because i told my mate about it and she she loved ghost hunting. Like she absolutely loves it. Uh-huh. Like um, where she lives in in our town is like we have an old fever um, place, a fever hospital. So uh-huh. where uh-huh. they had like the tuberculosis patients yep. and uh-huh. yeah. people who got mm-hmm. scarlet mm-hmm. fever and stuff like that, we have one of those. But it's not the building anymore. It's just a field. Me and mm-hmm. her went up to it because she was like, "Oh, let's go up to the waterworks in the old fever hospital." And I'm just of like, you did. Uh, <laughs> "How much long of a walk is this?" Because you know, like, I'm a lazy person <laughs> and I actually want to walk this far. <laughs> and, and she was like, "Look, I mean, same. I'll take a flask of coffee and we'll all be good. It's fine. Just remember, I'll be you go stack on your phone." So we went up there, and I took my big camera up with me as well because I wanted to take some photographs of the area i've still got those photos on my big camera as well so when we got up there i turned my ghost hunting app on um and left it to you know like play in the background sort of thing whilst i took photos mm-hmm. she's um she's holding my phone and she's like zoe saying all these really random words like he's saying sweaty hot please help really? um get that camera away from me and i'm like Okay then. Um but I took um so the gates are still there of the fever hospital and it, it literally says the mm-hmm. you know the hospital's name on it. And I goes to take a yeah. photo of it and there's a horse in the field. So I'm like, Oh, I'll capture the horse in the field whilst I'm yeah. getting the gates as well. Oh that photo doesn't turn out. There's just a really? white sheen all over really? the top of it. Yeah. I've still got it on my camera. Um, That's if weird. I can get maybe it was to... a ghost horse. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. Stern. No, I'm pretty sure the horse was real. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but um, we, thought, we thought that was weird, so I ended up trying to take a photo of my friend 
same thing happened again white sheen yeah. over the front of the camera really? i was like oh maybe it's a malfunction turn mm-hmm. it off turn it back on again give it a little smack on side it'll work fine <laughs> sure that's the british thing to do and um <laughs> same turns too. It back on. same turn, turn it off turn it back it, on yeah Slap turns it, it back bit. on t- turns back to the fever hospital gate sets the camera up takes photo checks the photo afterwards Boom, white sheen over the top again. But there's no horse in the picture because really? the horse has moved. Really? That's yeah. Bizarre. So I have like three photos with the white sheen over the top of it. So we moved from that area because the ghost app stops working. Like it, they just stopped talking to us. And Hiss. so we walked mm-hmm. down to the waterworks. Now, waterworks is the, uh, an abandoned building basically that used to house all of the water for the area that my friend lives in. It's been empty now for about, what's it, about 60 years, plus? 63 years it's been abandoned now. We go in there, I set the ghost app up. As soon as we step in through the doors, the ghost app literally goes, hello, (gasps) what do you want? Wow. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're actually going to get some really good evidence here. So start snapping photos and stuff like that thinks nothing of it doesn't bother to check the photos camera battery drains instantly just instantly drains wow so i set up i've got more batteries in my bag put more in turns my camera back on starts taking more photos i get a really good picture of my friend stood over like two planks of wood like one leg's on either side at the top of her head oh that sounds it's just a massive orb of light and it's really? blue in colour. Yeah. <laughs> it's blue in colour. So I'm like, okay then. So this is slightly odd. Now turn the camera off, turn it back on again, drain the battery. And I'm like, wow. well, I don't have that many batteries left. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what we're going to do, like, we want to continue the investigation. She goes, oh, Zoe, your phone's not working. I'm like, what do you mean <laughs> my phone's not working? My phone's fully charged. She's like, oh no, your phone's got 5%. It's not working. I'm like, oh, but it had more than enough charge on it for us to be able to get back to yours. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, come on, we'll go and we'll walk through the cemetery on the way back to mine. I'm like, why not? Yeah, because this is the logical thing to do, isn't it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Always. I was actually going to ask. Now what happened? And we're just, we're walking through the cemetery. And we're looking at grave names and like dates and stuff like that because I like looking at them. Walks um, towards the gated area um, to walk out of the graveyard. Looks to my right and there's a grave that literally says my partner's last name on it, which is something. (gasps) And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to ring up Daryl once I've charged my phone up and ask if this person's right. part of his family. Yeah. He asks his sister, because he didn't know, but his sister come back and it literally was one of their great aunties that had been buried in that cemetery. Wow. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. wow, can't believe how close I was to her grave. Yeah. I nearly stood on the grave. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how close I was. Because at first I didn't, you know, like, notice the headstone at all. Uh-huh. And it was mm-hmm. just... You know, one of those ones that weren't very big. It was sort of small compared yeah, to yeah. some uh-huh. of the headstones that were there. But yeah, that was weird. But my friend who I was with, she lives in an old schoolhouse. Oh, like a uh-huh. really old Victorian yeah. schoolhouse. Mm, in her house, cool. I've told her several times because she asks me to cleanse her house constantly. Uh, <laughs> she's yeah. got a headmaster. She's got a headmaster in the school. Oh, no. And he what? he's just residual energy. He's now okay. bad. He just comes in every so often and walks through how he would, you know, usually walk through the halls and stuff. But uh, her house is absolutely uh, gorgeous. When I'm I up bet. at hers next, which will probably be later on this week, I'll take a photo mm-hmm. of the front of her out, uh, front door because she's got like a plaque and it says what year the school was. Um, oh, part cool. Of and- oh, cool. Do you mind, kid? Go away. <laughs> Grace is just excited she could see herself on the yeah. uh, like, computer. I was like, no, was this like, is when Zoe says, I don't have any children. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm alone no, no. in this room. I have, yeah. I have children. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? Yes, I have children in the house, yes. 
You are one of them. <laughs> you are one of them. <laughs> you are a, one of them. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. She always loves interrupting anything, especially when I'm on like video chat and stuff like that. She's always uh-huh. jumping on and yeah. wanting to be involved in it. Yeah. My husband's the same way, except it's when I'm on the phone. <laughs> he won't talk to me for an hour and a half, and then I get on the phone, and suddenly he wants to tell me his life story. <laughs> I feel you on That's that like one. my dog. Uh-huh, I was gonna say my dogs are similar that way. Husbands, dogs, and toddlers—they're yep. basically basically the same, the same thing. thing. That's right. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Zoe. Yeah, Those thank you. Thanks, Zoe. Those are good oh, you're stories. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. We'll have to have you on after you've done your investigation. I want to hear about that. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I will definitely 100%. be up, updating you guys as soon as I've had Please do. the investigation and stuff. I know um, Daryl's got a couple of paranormal stories that he's been through as well. Um, oh, okay. But that's for the next listener story. Yeah. Okay. We'll do another okay. one for sure. Yeah. Because... Yeah. He's um he's got some quite uh extreme ones because he's okay. he grew up in a very good. active area. There was a lot in oh, his good. house. I mean, some probably it... not for him, but good for us. <laughs> oh no, um yeah, good for you guys because it'll probably get a lot of people listening. <laughs> good, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't good for him like partly yeah. growing up because he. Decided yeah. to be a selective mute because of what was going on oh, wow. in his house. Oh, bless him. Um, but he he is autistic, so it kind of did go with his autism traits. Sure. So mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. He's still quite selectively mute now. He only speaks when he wants to, and it can get boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the chatty one in the relationship. <laughs> put it like well, that. you know, you've got to have both. You know, if, if you're yeah, both you chatty or well. you're both quiet, it wouldn't work as well. Yeah. 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 All about balance. <laughs> yeah. All right. But well, yeah. thanks, Zoe, well, for thanks joining again. us. Yeah, and then. we'll, oh, we'll be welcome. in touch for the next yeah, and it's time. It's always good to see you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Zoe. Okay. Thank you, girls. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 That was fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love how she talks. I know. I, just, I, I love her accent. Her years. <laughs> I just, I love it. I, I could listen you. to her all day. I know. I know. I do too. I well, I found there is a ghost walk in Bayfield where I'm going on Thursday. Oh. But. See if I can get anybody to see, do it with me on Friday. Ghost walks make me nervous because like I want to do them, but I'm also scared about something attaching to me yeah. and coming home. That's what, that's my only hesitation about it. Yeah, that can be scary. I, I love doing them. I've never had anything attached to me, but at least okay. if I did, I didn't notice it. But um, we should plan one. I know Amy, you've AP, you've sent us a few different. Anoka, options. we're doing Anoka for sure. Yeah, we should definitely do when that. Is it? You can do them any like you can have them any time. I think they do more in October, but um, yeah, I am pretty sure we did ours in September when we did them. But okay. if we just look at Anoka County Historical Society, yeah. Because if anything, it just gives some money to the Historical Society. And then I think there's one in Stillwater. And then I think there's... Yeah, I was just going to say Stillwater because I know they have a super haunted hotel Yeah, uh-huh. there. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate it. And next week, we will be talking to a very special guest that we are all extremely excited about. We're not going to say who it is. Um, it's not Amy Allen, unfortunately. But stay tuned next week for a very, very special guest star on our show. That's right. We're pretty excited about it. We're so, oh, my God. I told everybody I worked with as soon as you sent that message. <laughs> I know. I told some friends, too. So people that know us in real life know what it is. And we'll probably say mm-hmm. something before it actually happens. Like, I'll, I'll do some stuff on social media. And I'll certainly mm-hmm. tell the patrons ahead of time. But I just I want to keep it under wraps a little bit more. A little bit longer. All right. So it is time for an Alanism. It's time for an Alanism. And since we haven't done one of these in a while, I want to explain. If you're new here or if you just haven't heard us for a while, here's a reminder. My dad, Alan, passed away in 2019. He was an old radio, TV, broadcaster type guy. He's an actor. Loved the spotlight. And Hilarious. What? He was hilarious. He was hilarious. <laughs> and as he aged uh, and his mind faltered a bit, 
he started saying some really odd but hilarious things. That's it. And luckily, my stepmom wrote them all down. So we end each episode with one of his weird sayings. And just to make sure you know we're not making fun of him, he loved he loved having these read back to him during his life. And he was. And yes. I know that he would be happy to be a part of this show. In fact, our psychic friend Jenny said that he is happy that we're doing this show and he's happy to be a part of it. Is it? Anyway, so this is about his friends, um, Bud and Shirley. They were a, a couple, an elderly couple. And Bud actually used to be the weatherman for WCCO, Bud Crailing. Oh, wow. He used to be the weatherman in the 70s, probably even the earlier Aww. than that. And he and my dad were friends because, you know, my dad worked at WCCO. So um, this is Bud and this is about Bud and Shirley. And my dad says, at least they've got each other for conversation, whether it's brick or brack or Heidi, Heidi, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, 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 ho. So, Heidi, Heidi, ho. Sounds like uh, the Christmas poo. Mr. Hanky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I don't South know. South Park. Sorry. Wasn't that South Park? South Park. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I think we can wrap. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it. <laughs>